another fantastic edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me as always is Mr. Jolly himself and my co-host, Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? I'm jolly and the coffee's starting to kick in. How are you, sir? <laughs> I too am jolly in the jolliest of ways, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to a fantastic show today, Who do we um, have? which is, uh, well, yeah, good question. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, our guest today is Julie Talbot- Hubbard. She's based in Atlanta, Georgia, and she is the Senior VP of Cyber Protection and Identity for Optiv. And Optiv is one of our sponsors of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast, as is TELUS for this, for this particular episode. And we're really looking forward to having Julie on board. I had a great pre-chat with her a few weeks ago, but I uh, think all our listeners and viewers are going to really enjoy hearing from Julie. So we will take a momentary pause, we'll bring Julie on, and we'll go from there. Julie, thank you so much for joining us today on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing pretty well. It's actually fantastic fall weather here in, in Vancouver, which is highly unusual. Normally, it's raining cats and dogs, but uh, we have a really great uh, sunshine, so we'll take it. <laughs> oh, we have uh, that in Atlanta. Usually, it's probably 90 degrees still at this point, but it's 65 and sunny, so. Nice. <laughs> That's good. It's a, little, a little more tolerable temperature-wise. <laughs> Um, but um, I, I, I thought we'd maybe just start off our conversation if you could share sort of a bit of your story, your, your career journey with our listeners and viewers. Tell us a little bit about your journey to date and what, what your role is at Optiv. So I've been in security, data management, or infrastructure IT for a little over 20 years, really um, in roles progressing in leadership across financial services, healthcare, um, large software organizations and even a public university as well, um, but really always helping organizations understand their their assets in their environment, what's most important, and how to protect that. Amazing, amazing. Julie, I have a two-part question for you. So in terms of the clients that you work with, first first part is who are your typical clients? In other words, what kind of organizations, what industries are they in? And then when it comes to when you're first engaging with these clients, what is your typical first steps with them? What is your discovery process and what areas are you looking at with them? So from a, a, a you know, a clients on who Optiv really works with and, and really, you know, helps protect, um, you know, I would say there's not one specific industry. Um, we, you know, we, we have expertise across all different industries. And we look at even like the size of organizations, uh, how Optiv, you know, how how we break up kind of just our uh, our support, you could say, um, and our capabilities. We look at anywhere from a smaller organization, um, you know, um, that could be more of a, a small public university, um, all the way through a public utility organization, um, ranging all the way up to the the largest, you know, Fortune 20 uh, global accounts. And so we do provide services and solutions to all those different um, different organizations. When when we first really go in and, and you're looking at um, working with a client, um, with my background being in financial services, healthcare predominantly, um, as I was a CISO in my career, I always really wanted to understand like what are my peers doing in those accounts, um, and also um, you know 
I always tied my security strategy more to that business as well. So what we try to do is we really want to understand the industry they're in. You know, what are their top threats uh, that they're fighting against? What are some of the compliance changes in their environment? Because again, we're all going through a lot of complex uh, complex things right now with shifts to the cloud. Um, also the regulations, privacy, all those are rapidly changing. So want to get a view of the client from that perspective and then really looking at their business and where that business is going. It's something where, you know, I think the last two, three years, I would say every business is underpinned by technology now and really understanding, you know, where the business is today, but what's that business strategy going forward? So if it's in healthcare, what are they really trying to evolve to? What new technologies are they going to be bringing in? Um, so we have that understanding. So when we're working with that client, we're not just helping them today, but we're really helping them build that strategy for the future because we all know how quickly things are evolving and changing. And I think if you if you don't have an agile strategy and one that can flex, you're going to always be behind. Very well said. Every business is underpinned by technology, and then cybersecurity obviously supports and protects that technology and the information assets there. Um, how important, from your perspective, Julie, is digital trust, as well as from the perspective of the, the clients that you serve? You know, um, from a digital trust perspective, if I look at it as if you look at just what's changed in the last several years, um, you know, everything's really digitized today. So we've really digitized every aspect of our lives from how we shop, how we pay for things. We go into the doctor now, just your medical records, how you pay your bills there, the, the records that you share, um, all the way even going out to eat now. When you think about uh, with COVID, we started, we didn't have the menus to touch anymore. We had the, the, the scan, the, the QR code. And so you just think about that digital revolution that we've all experienced the past year and a half. Um, that's all really underpinned by technology again, and and really, you know, that interconnectedness. And so when I think too about organization security strategies, if you think kind of years back, I want to say many years, but many of them were more built on the perimeter. Mm -hmm. And how are we securing all the data, all the information inside that? Now with the connected systems, IoT devices, your, your phone, like everything, that digital trust is becoming much more paramount. And I look at identity um, and that authentication is really center and core um, to that to that really digital trust that organizations are, um, are creating. Um, another key piece is really around the data as well. Um, and I think that organizations um, are having to shift their security strategies to really focus on data, identification, authentication, all of those components um, to really secure that because as a consumer, you know, there's there's options and choices now that people get to make. And I think trust is becoming much more critical for buyers, consumers, but also for even even workforce and, and how, you know, our employees are now wanting to ensure that the data they're entrusting to us, um, we're keeping that secure as well and and meeting privacy obligations. Very well said, Julie. So one more question for me before I pass it over to you, Dominic. Um, so we're, we're protecting your systems and information and, and reputation for your clients. The assumption is, is that our viewers and listeners know what we're protecting against. My question for you, Julie, is who is the enemy? Who are, who are the external threats, these cyber criminals? Who are they attacking? How are they attacking them? And, and what are they after? You know, I would, uh, I don't want to say there's one group because I think that there, I think it's um, just attacks are growing in general. Just think about the attack service, how it's grown. Um, you know, I, I would still say nation states is still where we're seeing the, the largest kind of where, where the attacks were coming from. Um, 
But if you think about what we've been talking about today, really around uh, kind of that digital footprint, and you think about the expansion of technology. So if you think about an organization that had an on-prem data center five years ago, um, they had employees that worked in the office as well. And you think about that expansion in the last two years, now you've got hybrid environments, you've got just large data growth. Um, data is usually created by people, habits, move, I mean, just all of that data explosion that we're seeing. And then you think about working remotely and the additional devices now being introduced into that network. So that attack surface has grown um, for these bad actors, uh, whether they be nation states or not. Um, you know, I still believe, and, and we still see today that um, there's still a lot of, um, I would just say low hanging fruit where really, you know, attackers can, can get in and they're still leveraging that. Why would you, why would you um, do something, I guess, more complicated if you didn't need to? And so we're still seeing, you know, phishing attacks still on the rise, um, you know, still attackers getting in there is kind of that initial access um, and then really kind of doing that lateral movement across organizations. Um, ransomware is another, you know, another large um We've seen an increase in that, and I think that's you know organizations aren't as prepared um, to really react to that from a cyber resilience standpoint. So they're paying, um, paying these, and I think that's just going to continue to increase as well. Uh, and Julie, really appreciate this wisdom you, you share with us so, so far. And I, I want to go back to a point that you mentioned around um, sort of you know identity centric and data centric approaches to uh, security strategy and how that's evolved from the traditional sort of perimeter based approach. Uh, just to dive into the sort of the data centric approach. Well, in, in your views, what are necessary prerequisites for organizations to even be able to take a data centric approach? To security, because I mean, there's so many organizations. Even if you ask them the question, you know, what is your most critical data, many of them even struggle to answer that question. So, um, what would be some tangible areas that they can start in moving towards a more data-centric approach to security? So, I, you know, I've seen organizations uh, kind of go about it a few different ways. Um, you know, one, I would say, you know, having clarity around your data. So, you mentioned many organizations don't maybe understand our most critical data assets or critical IP. Um, so, you know, I, I would recommend organizations start there, just, you know, identifying uh, what's our most critical IP. Um, you know, what's interesting about that too, is that it, it could be depending on, again, go back to your industry. So if you're a software development company, if you're a financial institution, if you're a healthcare, there's going to be certain types of data that's most important and they're going to be within your environment. So I think first understanding, understanding what that is in the organization and, and usually that involves talking to the business, not just IT and really looking across the organization that can be done through technology where you can you know, automate um, and really scan across your environment, whether it be unstructured or structured data, um, or it could be you know, more that you're doing interviews, inquiry uh, and having those discussions. But I would say that's the first step. Um, and then really you know, understanding, I like to go back to kind of the typical data governance piece too, where you're identifying some data owners, data policies, um, you know, around that. And so there's an understanding on how you must um, protect that data. Um, and that goes from who's accessing that data and, and what access should be allowed uh, all the way down to more of the, the encryption or however you're protecting that um, across the environment. And, you know, I think if you have, if you're more data aware, uh, you can really, um, and you have that context, you can, I think you can manage your security in a manageable way. Um, and I, I actually don't under, I actually don't see how organizations are going to be able to manage their risk successfully without having some of that context um, as their their environments grow across uh, just hybrid uh, cloud environments. 
Uh, and and uh, Julie, uh, uh, yeah, this is just been such an engaging conversation. I, I I just have one more final question before we let you on with the, with the rest of your day. But um, and you, you mentioned earlier around um, I guess you know uh, compliance regulations, you know, and, and how that's rapidly changing. What what do you see that's coming down the pipeline? It, 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 is there anything um, in particular, I guess, in, in the U.S., anything that could be game-changing uh, policy or compliance uh, regulatory requirements that are going to have greater teeth and maybe compliance um, regulations uh, before them? When we think about uh, just privacy in general and how individuals are or how companies are respecting um, and really protecting individuals' data, um, today, depending on what state you're in or even maybe what country you're in, um, those regulations are different. And how companies are using that data, I, I really don't think many people understand uh, when they're signing up, accepting cookies, giving consent um, to how that data is used, or even some of the browsers they use on their internet. And, and you know, if you think about the ads that you're getting, if you're uh, shopping online or anything else, that's data that's being collected. And so I think that will be a um, game changer that's really needed um, as we move further into that digital world. Amazing. Julie, thank you so much for joining uh, us today on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. It's been an incredibly enlightening conversation, I know, for our viewers and listeners. And uh, thank you again so much for taking time out of your day to, to chat with both of us. We really appreciate it. Well, I've had a great time uh, and just engaging with both of you and really enjoyed the conversation. So um, thank you for having me. Thank you, Julie. Amazing. Uh, Christian and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode. Optiv is the cyber advisory and solutions leader, delivering strategic and technical expertise to nearly 6,000 companies across every major industry. We partner with organizations to advise, deploy, and operate complete cybersecurity programs from strategy and managed security services to risk integration and technology solutions. At Optiv, we manage cyber risk so you can secure your full potential. For more information, visit Optiv.com. This week's episode of Cybersecurity Matters is brought to you by TELUS Business. It's that time of year when organizations set their sights on plans for the upcoming year. If you're developing your 2023 cybersecurity business cases and budgetary plans and are looking for data on which to build the foundations of your ask, download the TELUS Canadian Ransomware Study today. It shares insights on how ransomware is impacting Canadian organizations like yours and details the tools you can use to effectively protect your business. To get your free copy, visit telus.com slash ransomware study. Telus Business, cybersecurity that works for you. Well, that was a brilliant conversation. You know, I thought Julie laid out some really interesting um, material and thought and wisdom there. You can tell she is a very well-experienced chief information security officer, mm -hmm. a lot of years of experience behind her. Yeah. Um, I really like what she was laying out there in terms of sort of that modern data-centric, identity-centric mm -hmm. approach to security. Organizations, big and small, need to move beyond sort of that traditional approach to security. Yeah, I agree. You know, the context uh, there of knowing what's your most critical data and getting a handle on that, as well as knowing where your organization is going. I think those contextual pieces are really important factoring into the beginning of a cybersecurity discovery process. Uh, ab absolutely. You know, and uh, we want to thank Julie again for coming on board and sharing her insights and wisdom uh, with us today. Uh, and we want to extend a special thank you to our loyal listeners and viewers who join us each and every week. Um, if you did happen to miss an episode, uh, do check out the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page or check out previous episodes on your favorite podcasting platform. 
uh, as well as we want to say a special thank you to the Cybersecurity Matters uh, sponsors for today's episode, that is Optive Security and TELUS. Uh, again, thank you again, as always, for joining us each and every week. We wish you well, be well, be safe, and we'll see you again next time on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. See you next week. Bye.